Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. I'm what you would call a conspiracy. I don't like to say theorist, because, uh, oh, well, there you go. It's right there. Let me just get that real quick. Thank you, sir. May I please have another? Thank you. Well, first of all, let me go over this, you know, because there's been a lot of talk over, like, good versus evil lately. And, you know, from the higher perspective, from the universe, does the universe, uh, perceive high you know good versus evil probably not because it's the universe and the universe she's got a fat ass uh and you know she ain't got time for that you know you might say that the universe is white and gushy uh but no you know from a higher perspective the universe is too busy expanding and making black holes and whatever the fuck the universe is doing its thing if you will it's the universe is there good and evil yes in this reality, how we perceive things be, you know, as uh, Shiba once told me, uh, evil exists to provide context as to what good is and vice versa. You know, from a higher perspective, yes, the ego confidence, you know, some of this shit that when it comes down to it, when you look at it from a higher perspective, when you try to like pull back and definitely get outside your lizard brain, because your lizard brain is going to react and just left brain chatter, I guess, isn't the way that I describe lizard brain. But good and evil yes in the rules of this reality when we're children we're taught right versus wrong good versus bad in, in every fucking hollywood movie or any any story really it doesn't matter like any story there's always a hero and a villain right and that's kind of the i don't know if i've ever read a story that didn't have like some sort of a hero or anti-hero it doesn't matter anyways it's it's that duality it's the polarity hot versus cold like uh black and white good versus evil and that's the what i'm going to focus on real quick because i think it's really important now like i said the universe probably does not comprehend or recognize quote unquote good versus evil but it's frustrating to me in our current situation where there's obviously something more going on with this whole covid way before that uh, because the powers that be the the globalists and they've had their tentacles around this planet for a long time and now you know they're rubbing up on the planet being like oh yeah i got my tentacles all around that planet i'm gonna go ahead and hump the planet if you know for lack of a better term that's what they're trying to do and the coordination it's just they are aware that people are privy to their fucking sack of shit lies you know it's almost like you can't really deny it anymore. I, you could just Google New World Order and click news. Oh, there's, I don't know, I saw a few days ago like dozens of articles with that title in the, in the, in the headline. And like the conspiracy, and it's not really even a conspiracy, it's more like an agenda. It's a, the great work of ages. This is their, their golden moment. You know, this is their Academy Award. This is when... This is what their mammy and pappies and all their fucking ancestors were working for so that, uh, you know, the current powers that be who inherited the agenda or the great secular order or inherited the, um, the right, if you will, to initiate it or to put the capstone on the pyramid. You know, when I talk about the globalists or the powers that be, <laughs> there's about 7 billion people on the planet. There's not 7 billion globalists, okay? There's maybe, you know, Fred Springmeyer says it's 13 families. 
it's pretty fucking obvious that like the Republicans and the Democrats are on the same fucking side. They don't give a shit about us. And I'm talking about from America's standpoint. Basically, every fucking country on the planet has been hijacked. Minus maybe Kim Jong-un and uh, Cyrus's land of the... Here it is, uh, 1815. Nathan Meyer Rothschild. The quote, I care not what puppet is placed upon the throne of England to rule the empire on which the sun never sits. The man who controls the British money supply controls the British empire. And I control the British money supply. That name Rothschild. This was in 1815. That family, they're still running things, you know. Now it's Jacob D. Rothschild or I don't know what dipshit Rothschild's in charge right now. And it's not even... The Rothschilds are very powerful. A lot of people are like, dude, it's all the Jews or it's all the Catholics. It's all the, the Freemasons. Like, no, no, those are just like facets or uh, tools in the chest. You know, the what do they call it? Like a workbench. They use all kinds of these secret societies. And at least 40 of the presidents have been 33rd degree Freemasons. Herbert Walker Bush, definitely. So, yeah, the Freemasonry is used big time. It's, it's, it's a secret society network. It's how they plug their bloodline into positions of power. We're, we're talking about people, speaking of good and evil, you can't even comprehend the atrocities that these people indulge themselves in. It's unbelievable. And I'm thinking of Kathy O'Brien's book, Transformation of America. If you read that book and you read some of the names that she mentions, you can't even wrap your mind around what you see on TV from politicians and then what she's telling you about what these politicians do behind closed doors on a Saturday night when the cameras aren't there and they're, you know, they're in black robes and there's a very different side to them. You know, you and I might go to the, well, we used to before COVID, we might go to the movies or go out to eat or play video games. Now, that's not what the enemy, our enemy, uh, the, the powers that be, this, this Rothschild clan and their cousins, you know, from whether it be the Windsors, the Rockefellers, that's the real hidden hand. And, you know, even they, there's probably family, you know, groups or offshoots of cousins or, or I mean, uh, wings of the family that you've never heard about because it's compartmentalization. But the, the name Rothschild literally means Red Shield. The Rockefellers donated the United Nations current location in New York. And what was bef what was there before? They built the United Nations in New York, a fucking slaughterhouse. Uh, the most pe peaceful and the, the organization that's going to lift us out of the Cold War. And, you know, where NATO failed, the United Nations is going to succeed. Is literally built like we're, we're having people... Well, before COVID, that's where all the ambassadors and dignitaries and the bureaucrats from all over the planet were coming to negotiate, the, you know, peace, the eternal peace, the eternal struggle for peace on a former site where they slaughtered cow and slaughtered, you know, slaughterhouse. That, that's, a, that's the mindset of these fucks. Good being empathy, evil being apathy. From a higher perspective, there is you know, no such thing because the universe, like I said, the universe is a big fucking thing. Uh, what is the universe though? You know, that's neither here nor there. I think it's a big fucking brain. I think we're in 
all inside the brain of God, possibly, and not the Christianity God. And I'm just talking about like you know the creator, the source, the uh, whatever it is that you interpret, because there is a source, there's a creator, no, no, no fucking doubt. But anyways, so I say this all the time: we're in this world, but we're not of it. Cognitive dissonance crowd, or the cognitive bias crowd, or the the ignorant, the it's, you know the people that watch Kim Kardashian and shit like that, literally just are slave to the system and they're conformists. They, they have no ability or desire to use critical thinking or problem solving or uh, look at information or evidence that's right in their fucking face, like right in front of their fucking face to put together clues or connect dots to, to figure out that like, you know, hey, before saying this, like I'm not sitting here saying like, hey, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm better than people. Like, no, like this started for me when I was 21 or 22. And as I grew older, I just never walked away from it. Like I never walked away from reading and researching and being obsessed with the United Nations white papers and the, the Sumerian tablets or the Nag Hammadi scrolls or well, who the fuck the Archons are or, you know, the Nephilim, the symbolism that is the same in all these different ancient cultures all over the fucking world that never had any contact with each other and yet they have the same stories and like myths and creation myths and there's something else to the story you know the fact that Osama bin Laden was trained and recruited by the CIA and Zbigniew Brzezinski uh, to give what uh, to give the Soviets what Brzezinski calls their Vietnam false flag terrorism I mean it's just Operation Northwoods like they they've spelled out their game plan and whether it's by accident or on purpose, it doesn't matter. They've told us in all this shit, Event 201, the think tank that happened last October that simulated what would happen if COVID went rogue on the planet. And guess what happens after Event 201? COVID goes rogue on the planet. Operation Dark Winter, and Joe Biden using those words in a presidential debate. Operation Northwoods, Project for a New American Century. It just blows my mind. Uh, I don't know where. Like, we as adults have lost the... Like, the imagination or the ability to... Even kids sometimes can see through this shit. And it's like, what the fuck? How, how are these kids able to, like, access levels of their own imagination to sniff out, you know, bullshit now? At the same time, you know, kids are idiots because, you know, a lot of kids are like, hey, he's got candy. I'm going to go with him. I don't give a fuck. What happens? Uh, I'm kind of going to go into that a little bit. But uh, good versus evil is what I'm going to start with. And it blows my mind because, uh, you know, in this reality there we have to play by this reality's rules and when i say that i mean like you can't go step in front of a train going 70 mile an hour and expect to just fucking x-men your way through that uh, dark phoenix is not going to help you out in that this reality is vibrating it's a dense reality our souls are kind of encapsulated within our genetic spacesuit and if we were vibrating to the point of uh well, being able to just walk through a fucking train, we wouldn't probably be in this reality or need to be in this reality. Like good versus evil. And this is kind of what I've thought or I've kind of put together as I've kind of, ex I don't know, researched and exposed myself to like how just how fucked up uh, the people that run the world are and how dark and how like how just evil because literally they, 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 they have hearts, but those hearts they don't operate the same way that your, your heart and my heart operates. Uh, you know, our hearts are electromagnetic fields. 
and you know the heart being the most powerful organ in the body they don't have the ability to feel heartbreak they don't you know they have the ability to impose heartbreak upon people but they they don't feel compassion or empathy for you know when sandy hook happened these people uh, that i'm going to talk about the that run the world especially you know with their lizard brain because that's about the only way they view the fucking planet is from that r complex we yeah at times we're in our lizard brain but we have the ability to kind of take a step back let the lizard brain panic and do its thing or whatever and you know don't act upon the lizard brain's suggestion or thoughts or reaction or you know desire to like hey we gotta go out blah, 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 blah. and we'll get to the lizard brain but uh the people around the world um it's almost like they literally are housed 24 7 in their lizard brain and if you believe in the reptilian theory that is a dot connecting right to connect the dot scenario for you right there but that's neither here nor there but no like i said in this reality you gotta play by the reality's rules it's not a soap opera it's not it's no uh you know, it's no cream puff war, but you know, the longer I think, as I get older, like these shit, these shit are like really freak me out. It's like we gotta do something. Like we gotta tell somebody. You gotta tell people. Like people need to know about this. Yeah, I used to think that, and I used to like try to cram it down people's throats. But anymore, uh, existentialism kind of factors in, and it's just like, all right, well, if you want to like walk yourself off of a fucking cliff, um, we're getting to a point now. Uh, where, you know, what we decide in, in this next 30, 40, in our lifetime is probably going to set a precedent for what our children and their children either get to decide or get to not decide. Uh, so, you know, the sovereignty of the individual sovereignty is very much at stake, not just for us, but possibly for our kids and our kids' kids. But having said that, you know, we are alive in uh, maybe most important time of our species. And, you know, if you're here, maybe live listening to me right now, take comfort in the fact that the universe sent you to planet Earth in possibly the most important time in the history of the species. Like, just uh, just take comfort in that, that the universe sent you and sent all of us. Uh, even, you know, you know, when you think that you're, like, powerless or you can't do anything about it, or the fucking walls are caving in and you were sent here to planet earth you're incarnated here um, and you're sent from the infinite in a very important time for our species for our planet for good versus evil in general so some people if not all probably all need to be exposed to a certain level of evil just for at least for context purposes not to fucking murder but to get a sense of like, man, what is evil? And how evil are these families? Or how evil is the world? Or the people running the world? Uh, watch the Zapruder film. Anniversary of JK's death was 11-22-1963. That was yesterday. Watch that film. And you'll get a real sense of like what evil is. It's a very disturbing film. Uh, to see a president's head uh, just blown blown clean off uh, in broad daylight next to his as he sits next to his wife people the people pulling those triggers um, had succumbed to the, the the force this force that I'm talking about they were materialized or they manifested this evil in our reality they produced a situation they created 
a murder, they created a, a scenario, fucking now, it shocked the world, you kill an assassinated president in broad daylight over the lunch hour, that's, that's the manifesting or materializing the essence of evil as we perceive it in this reality. Exposing yourself to a little bit of evil, at least for context, why is that important? Well, in the X-Men movies or the X-Men comics, when the X-Men go into, I think they go into like Cerebro or their simulation shit, they simulate battle in the comics or whatever. They're doing this as a way to conceptualize the real thing in order to be as prepared as possible for what might happen to them in the real thing, but they're conceptualizing it as a way to prevent the actual thing from happening. I guess a way to relate or whatnot. So good exists to provide context as to what evil is. And here's another analogy. If evil is a pool of water and the baby end is on the opposite end of the deep end, but you believe the entire pool is the baby end, if you're under the impression that that entire fucking pool that you see for however long, you know, that it doesn't gradually get deeper as you go into the water, if you have the impression that the entire fucking thing is the baby end and you go down to the other end and jump in thinking that you're going to be able to touch and you can't swim, um, nothing good's going to come of it, especially if you're completely unable to swim in those depths. So why do we give swimming lessons to kids? Not because we're going to take them out to the ocean and be like, hey, fucking go kill Jaws. Good luck, kid. Uh, here's your initiation, son. We need you to bring back four Jaws skulls or whatever. Like, no. Swimming lessons, they're not so much to teach children that they're training for the Olympic Games and beat Michael Phelps. Fuck that. You know, that's I've never heard one parent say, hey, you know, that's why I teach. I give my kids swimming lessons. No. Um, it's to help them be as prepared as possible uh, and to know what to do if they are in deep water or to know how to swim and when you can't touch. But no, in swimming lessons, you're exposing these kids, you're exposing anybody who's in the swimming lesson uh, in a simulation of sorts to give them an idea, raise their awareness to the dangers, quote unquote, of deep water and what to do if they find themselves in that said situation. Or, you know, better yet, um, just to teach them, don't fucking even go into the deep end, okay, without me. Don't even think about it. They're just stay the fuck away from the deep end. Giving them a little bit of a, an orientation on what a pool is because they're kids. They just see water. Um, but no, you're like, listen, this is a pool. This is a water. That's a, that's a deep end. It's about 150 feet down. You don't go off the diving board. Just don't be an idiot, you know, because that's what you got to do. You got to teach his kids not to be idiots because they're going to be idiots. But they're still smarter than adults, and here's how I know that. Um, I don't know one child that has a full-time job and any kids of their own. If we didn't uh, provide swimming lessons or you know offer that shit, could you imagine planet would tear itself apart? We'd be just having kids running into the ocean, be like, "Hey, the whole ocean's the baby end," you know? Like, no, come on, man. Because uh, sharks they don't go in the baby end, you know. And why would there sh be ships in the fucking baby end? There shouldn't be ships in a pool at all. The ships had the impression that the whole ocean was the baby end. Piracy. Everybody would be a pirate. I guess the things that freak me out about the new world order or globalism or the, the occult, the esoteric that these fucks uh, immerse themselves in and just purposely bask in it ourselves. But we think, that, you know, it's like, it just hey, we're just, it's just a Super Bowl halftime show. It's a, it's a good, wholesome, fun, it's just cute. They're, they're, they're praising Satan and the Super Bowl halftime show. There's nothing devilish about it. Like, no, if you don't know that you're taking part in some of these 
rituals or these integration, these uh, the great reset. If you don't know that there's a psychological operation being committed against you on you, if you don't know that there's a war for your mind, it's a lot easier to trick the mind that doesn't know than it is to trick the mind that is you know has a little bit of situational awareness. Like I think it's important uh, as adults. It's not a cute conspiracy theorist. It's not you know. Oh, he doesn't have anything to do. He's just trying to be, and he's trying to get attention. Like, no, it's not fun. Sometimes I want to say to people, like, listen, bro, not my fault that you watch Netflix 15 hours a day, okay? That's not, I can't do anything about that. And you're going to sit here and tell me you know more about geopolitical strife and proxy wars and uh, who's really running the show because you watch The Mandalorian. You might know more about, you know, production design and who fucking wrote the screenplay out. It seems like a good show. I don't really watch TV. I don't really watch much of anything. I don't watch SpongeBob. I, I kind of keep it to myself. And because I think there's more important things. You know, I don't have a PS4 anymore or a PS5. Uh, will I get one? Maybe. I don't know. I like fly my drone to like ease the tension. But anyways, like, what I'm saying is uh, we're adults. These fucks are like rubbing it in your face, in their books, uh, in their think tanks. In their in their meetings and in, the, in their lectures, um, they're basically giving us the bird, saying like these fucking idiots. Like you know, if they probably tell you to wear a Princess Leia bun, you know, on your head, yeah, I guarantee you'd probably get ninety-five percent of the world like, well, they said we should do that. Like, well, yeah, but why? Like, I don't know. It's Princess Leia. It's so cute, you know. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only fucking hope. Uh, that's probably what's coming, you know. I bet they didn't think that this mask thing, people were going to go along with it that fucking much. If they told you to wear a Princess Leia bun, you know, on your head, to, at work, uh, at your kid's soccer game, uh, when you're fucking your neighbor's wife, like, no matter what, you know, it doesn't matter what situation. If they told you you need to have your Princess Leia buns on, there'd be a shitload of people out there getting on those who didn't have their Princess Leia buns on. Like, listen, hey... Don't you want me to be safe? You need to put your Princess Leia buns on. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, uh, if people think that we live in Pleasantville, if everybody has the impression, like, this is just Pleasantville, what's this, Utah 1955? You know, there's nothing bad, nothing terrible happens. Everything's just fucking Pleasantville. If, that, if that's people's, like, mindset about a situation or anything, now what the fuck are those people going to do when Rob Zombie shows up Fucking, you know, with Ozzy Osbourne, start, they start biting the, the heads of bats and birds and all kinds of shit off in the town square. That Those people are going to fucking lose their minds. Like, what in the fuck is happening here? This is not supposed to happen. Uh, because they didn't... I don't, know if it, I, just, I don't know if it's like cognitive dissonance, laziness, or ego. Could be that. Could be the, you know, well... Because it's not, it's not fun. It's not fun to figure out. Like, oh shit, you know. For the last 20, well, last 22, I think, 23. And my parents, they get on me about this all the time. Like, uh, they, they take it personal that I'm trying to inform them. Like, listen, you know, hey, you guys were duped. Your parents were duped. You know, our ancestors were duped. They've duped all of us. And, you know, I don't know if they think that, like, well, you're not. Are you saying that you're, like, better than me because of you somehow? And I have, I'm not saying that I got to figure it out at all. Coincidences are a little bit too perfect, and usually, when you I've talked to detectives about this, that usually like progresses the investigation to the point of either finding a, like a, vic a victim. They've already found the victim, <laughs> either to like finding like the suspect or a perpetrator or somebody who was involved in it, 
in detective work or when you're trying to solve a problem, come up with a solution to a problem, the, the weird shit sticks out like a sore thumb. But yet, in everyday society where common sense is just seems to go out the fucking window, I don't know when, it's insane, it's, it's crazy. Because it's going to be a real interesting year or two. If, I can't, 2020 sucked ass. I hope to God 2021. Anyways, our innocence, especially, you know, when you look at... I've always kind of told people, like, we should be trying to get kids or try to help kids maintain a certain level of innocence as long as they can, even into adulthood. Because it is that innocence which should be protected and maintained, like I said, that innocence is, is very much tied to the connection we have with source, quote unquote, or good, or you know, truth, truth, not deluded truth, not fucking MSNBC liberal truth or Fox News neocon truth. Like no, empathy. You know that, that innocence is what uh, makes us human and separates us from those who dictate their every waking move thought whatever they do their every every choice from the lizard brain apathy the new world order you know the powers that be empathy what being a human entails so and the opposite can be said of evil immerse yourself in evil long enough and you're probably disgusted by an act of righteousness Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order. But we needed a new world order. And that great seal of the United States has on it, Novus Order Supporum, a new order for the centuries, for the ages, forever. Uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. true world order. Get your brain fed.